before social media, um, it was the students who, who look for the master. Uh, now it's different with social media because um, there are now a lot of masters. It's now the masters who look for the students. Hi everyone, welcome to uh, episode 18 of uh, Pinoy Martial Arts Mastermind. Uh, today, our topic is martial arts in the age of social media. Uh, and by the way, episode 18 is our last episode for this season. We'll be taking a short break uh, and then uh, we will come back bigger and better season two. <laughs> <laughs> bigger, uh, yeah. bigger in what way? Yes. <laughs> Wider. <laughs> Wider. With bigger yeah. nonsense and. <laughs> Wider and, then, and thicker. <laughs> yeah, and uh, okay, so today, uh, as usual, we're joined by uh, Dr. Sixto Carlos, uh, president of Calis Ilustrisimo Repetición Original. Uh, founder of Carlos Hermanos uh, Stick and Knife Fighting, uh, founding head of Libre Fighting Philippines, and founder of Urban Combatives uh, Philippine Study Group. Uh, and also, uh, we have uh, the dashing <laughs> professor, Franco Rolioda, black belt uh, jiu-jitsu uh, instructor and uh, international jiu-jitsu champion and coach from DEFTAC Philippines, and myself, Dax Cordero. Um, the Sith Lord. <laughs> man, man of I mystery. International man of mystery. Man of mystery. So yes, okay, so our topic for today is uh, uh, martial arts uh, during the age of social media. So um, as with any aspect uh, of, of life, uh, martial arts has been has been very much affected by uh, by social media, by by the internet, you know. Uh, so, uh, how how was it exactly in your experience, uh, Doctor Sixto? Uh, how was it before uh, social media and all of these these uh, these things? You know? uh, oh my God! So <laughs> before, if you wanted to learn, you just studied in the local club because it's convenient. So it was a hit or miss thing before. Then if it sucked, you look for another club, but it was all word of mouth. Or maybe you could have attended, watched a, a martial arts convention. And you see who's good and learn from them. Or another way, uh, I think I mentioned word of mouth, but yes, word of mouth, Word of mouth was a big thing back then. Uh, well, I guess more or less that's it. And there was only one place where we went, where we went for our martial arts stuff back then. It was the Squadron Shop. Um, are you guys familiar with that? In Green Hills. Classic, classic. Green Hills. That was the me mecca of martial arts equipment. So you had to go there and check, check the books, check the magazines, talk to the owner, and ask them what's new, what's good. I remember uh, that, that, that shop, I would always look at the, uh, the shurikens. And I, it was yeah. always my dream to buy a shuriken. Mm. <laughs> Franco, I go, Franco, before, before social media. 
Oh, it's like uh, it's it's more or less the same thing. Uh, a huge factor, a huge factor when it comes to your immediate resource of martial arts was your location. So whichever school was nearest to you, you definitely go there because um, it's always a 50-50 thing if you want to look for other schools or definitely street cred played a huge role back then. So there's this proliferation of urban legends and um, a lot of storytelling based on who was the badass, who, who beat who, and this instructor beat how many people. So that's that was the basis for enrollment. That was like who was the toughest coach out there. And um, people relied on stories. So it was either which gym was nearest your place and or who do you really want to train it? Who, who do you want to train with based on reputation? And then uh, it's so it's so nice to hear uh, Doc Six to say talk about Squadron. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the guests, a lot of the martial artists, the guest co in my podcast mentioned Squadron as being the mecca or the resource. Um, but it was the it was probably the only resource uh, in a store when it comes to martial arts before. Yep. So pirated videos, pirated books. <laughs> recorded, screen recorded the yeah, MMA fights. Yeah. And and I think it's safe to say that with with the word of mouth and uh, street cred and uh, swapping of stories about schools, uh, it created specialty shops like Squadron. And during that time, Squadron was the shop. It was your one-stop shop. Everyone, It kind of monopolized everything back then. So... I think as far as my experience goes, every time I would ask about a karate school or a taekwondo school or a jitkundo or if I, I, I would only hear stories about Yaoyan and Pasokwan and everyone yeah. would say, um, we want to try it out because we've heard so many stories about so and so and so. So, And then um, even my introduction to Sarian and eventual eventually training with those people is based on the stories of my friends. <laughs> so a lot of it was taking everything in and then well, it was jumping into the, the training sessions. So a lot of it was influenced by my peer group and yun nga, um, storytelling. As for me, I, I you know, it, it's similar. Uh, because before, before social media, it was all word of mouth. Uh, there was it, it was so hard because uh, you know, uh, among all of us, uh, you know, uh, I am the most novice. No, I, I wasn't really exposed to it. Like uh, my only prior experience to joining you guys was was being part of the karate club in my high school. And even during that time, uh, you know, I, I I only had the people around me to to tell me you know what to train and where to train. Uh, and, 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 and I think this is true for a lot of people. My only resource really, if you could call it a resource, were, was, was, were movies and, and TV, TV shows. So it, it was like your basis as to what you want. Like, you know, if you want a graceful type of, of martial art, then you, you know, you tend to gravitate towards Kung Fu, you know, the, 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 the that, that series on TV starring, uh, Carradine? David Carradine. Uh, oh. David Carradine, yeah. Kung Kung or if, if you want something that's more rough and tough, you know, you go you go for karate or, or judo. If you want kicks, you know, you want you know, it's it's all it's it, it's 
all made up. Like, you know, uh, and, and you yes, have no uh, choice. Diba? Yeah. I, I, you had no, no way of verifying these things. I, I, I remember that when I was taking up Taekwondo, okay? Then I was asking them, um, this was in the Taekwondo gym of Montusi in Las Piñas. I was asking them, what's a good resource where I can look for techniques I can apply in sparring? Mm-hmm. You know what they told me? Oh, watch Game of Death. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what Bruce Lee did. Uh, you copy that. It works. I think, okay. I think Dax's answer is the main answer to this question. <laughs> and I think for the Philippines, it was Milo Best. Milo Best. I mean, back then, they had Taekwondo. They had Karate. They had Judo. They had... I mean, amongst other ball sports and other, I, I mean, other sporting events, they had martial arts in their curriculum. And, and going back to what you said, Franco, you, you were saying about, you know, uh, you know, hearing about these martial arts. You know, it, it, you know these rumors of martial arts, like, mm-hmm. for example, in our group, someone would say, you know, there's, there's this guy, he's teaching combat judo in, in Cubao. And all yes. of a sudden, y- your imagination takes over. Like, wow, combat judo. That, that must be really bad. Yeah, what is combat judo? <laughs> what is combat judo? It sounds judo? so and, you know, scary. <laughs> and there's no way of you, you know, to, to actually find out unless you actually go there. And when you yes. go there, that's the thing. Without, without social media then, you know, whatever was taught to you, you just you just thought that it was true. Yeah. Like, you know, because yep. you know, you have your teacher, you have the black belt in front of you, he'll teach you whatever that and there's no way of verifying. You don't know if this mm-hmm. person actually fought. You don't know his yeah. training. Of course, you know, yep. he has his, his certifications, but who is he really? But you know, you know that every day you you're conditioned, you know, so much by you know, by 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 uh, by his authority yeah. that you go there and then you just take everything that he says as truth without oh, yeah. the benefit of YouTube, without the benefit of, of Facebook and whatnot. So, so yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I remember. Okay, I remember these stories. There was this guy. He's a very good gymnast. Oh, this guy, you, you can swing a baseball bat at him, and he can disarm you easily. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there were there were lots of stories like that. Super, um, super. Like, another one was the guy who beat Bruce Lee. Uh, no mentioning of names. Okay. The All guy right. who beat Bruce Lee. That yeah. Bruce Lee in the nuts. Uh-huh. Uh, that was his claim to fame. There was no way to verify that. That was his claim to fame. He milked that story. Uh, and then oh, we'll, we'll go, we'll, 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 we'll digest and then we'll break it down later on. But that story was, I when I heard about it, and then he, that person really milked it. You know, I really milked it. So Sixto, you... Uh... You mentioned something very interesting uh, before mm. we started this recording. You said something about uh, uh, students and masters before oh. and during social media. Uh, before social media, um, it was the students who, who looked for the master. Uh, now it's different with social media because um, there are now a lot of masters it's now the masters who look for the students. Yeah, that is true. You mentioned true. You, you just mentioned that uh, there are more masters. Why? Why is that? Why are there more masters? Is it like the social media empower people into calling themselves masters? Or? Let's just say people learned how to market themselves properly. <laughs> uh, social media was a big help. 
I have to tell you frankly, you can check social media now and check a lot of instructors. There, a lot of them are no, um, they're, they're, they're no good. They're, they're a waste of time, but they're so good in marketing. They know how to enhance their videos, etc., and they know how to write sales letters. So they, they're able to get a lot of students, but a lot of them are, they just plainly suck. Yeah, I, I heard I heard I heard you say before that uh or was it someone but anyway I, I, I heard before that uh uh someone said or people it is that the common consensus now about Filipino martial arts is that the the really good uh, instructors and masters are no longer from, from the Philippines, but from the US, mm. from Europe. From Europe. And, and this is a perfect example of what what you're saying, because the basis of people are the uh, you know how fancy your videos are, or or, or how great you look at uh, in your videos, and, and it actually just boils down to editing. Well, well, okay, it's not it's not only them, okay, uh, and uh, a lot of them are quite good, but also a lot of a lot um, quite a few that aren't so good, like you mentioned, they're able to make good videos, so they're able to market themselves a lot because I've met. Some of them, I saw some of their videos. If you look at, at, at their videos, uh, they make they make videos where um, it's like a movie. It's like watching a movie. Then if you meet them in person, eh. <laughs> 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 hey, Franco, yeah, how, how is your experience with the, uh, the advent of social media? It's it's very much the same. Uh, I I really think that when the internet the internet broke everything. Social media opened everything. It opened the floodgates to information and it gave everyone the opportunity to look for uh, coaches, instructors, or masters that they really want. It gave them access. But at the same time, to the point of Doc Sixto, it gave the opportunity and the platform for bullshit artists to you know, create a story, create a narrative, uh, create an image, I mean, if, if I think creating an image is the more is the more appropriate term, at least for me. Um, they they would use now. It's not about the training anymore. It's all about using the platform to be entertaining. So if you're visually entertaining, and as you said, it was perfect. Uh, you you use a lot of really good editing, then people will be more enticed. Because when it comes to social media and the internet, it's a lot a lot of visualization it's very visual so if it captivates your eye and it, it it sparks your curiosity it moves you to look for that or to seek that person and then in many ways eh, in many ways through to form the doc sexto a lot of them a lot of the bullshit artists who are really good at talking really good very yeah. very flashy on video turns yeah. out they're all duds eh, they're all duds <laughs> So I mean, the internet is has uh, a lot of pros and cons. So at least now we're just breaking it down and providing information to people that, um, in as much as it democratized the the availability of resources, it also created a lot of artists and scammers. I mean, that's that's the downside. That's the downside, Oh yeah, yeah. Lo lots lo lots of scammers. And mm. now there are too many masters, too few students. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's in spite of that, uh, because yeah, it, there is a proliferation of, of 
of quacks. No? There's even uh, like an online certification, doc. <laughs> a lot of I've seen a lot of foreigners or, or people in other country like you get certified by attending so and so seminar, and then they say it's FMA, but the instructor's not Filipino. I'm like. <laughs> and if you ask the story, it's it's that guy traveling to the Philippines, trained for like three months, and then no, um, not even three months, three days. And then he he got <laughs> bestowed three days. Yeah, uh, he got bestowed the blessing, or he drank the blood of some animal, or he got painted on the face. I'm like, it's it's um. And and these are the things that happened pre-internet. So, I I mean, it, it, this is the thing. If that person who runs this school will say, "I am so and so and so master of this system. I trained in this system. I'm a black belt in so and so martial arts." Uh, pre-internet, there was no way to verify it. I mean, so you will rely on the words yeah, of that person. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is about about the internet or uh, social media. Uh, again, there are pros and cons. L- like you said, uh, you had no, vi- you know, visual proof of mm. what they can actually do. Uh, like you, uh, like I've heard of oh, this guy, he can fight fifty persons. Blah 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 blah. And it's true, they have a drill of fighting fifty persons. Then you, then you watch the video. It's all bullshit. So yes, <laughs> again, it goes both ways. Like yeah. like before, even with equipment, like like Franco, mm, yeah. To look to look for a mouth guard, how difficult was it? Was oh yeah, it back then it was almost. You really in, had to search. Like, it was almost impossible search. to find one. Even focus mitts, focus pads, mm-hmm. tripads, mm-hmm. they uh, they they were like gold before. It's 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 like treasure hunting. Yep, you, you really had true. to look for them. But it's either now, you you had them manufactured, tailor made for you, and then when it comes to mouth guards, it's either you ask a relative from the states to bring home for you. Yeah, it's a it's a funny thing about uh, you know these videos that that come out, and, and we're talking about you know these these fake masters and whatnot. That uh, you know I noticed that you know among groups we like to pass you know these you know these bullshit martial artists. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we we pass along these and and we find it funny, we find yes. it funny that uh, you know they, they're doing this nonsense. But what I find strange and even funnier is the fact that you take you look at these videos, and they have like thousands of followers. Yes, yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like uh, how is that possible? I mean, like you know, it, um, this this guy is moving like a clown, and yet he has so many followers who are trying to move like clowns themselves. Let me explain that. <laughs> Again, again, it goes it goes down to to marketing. You know, even if you know, because I guess people don't know any better, mm-hmm. especially yep. the, for those who are not exposed. Um, you know, they see they see somebody doing this, and then they just say, "Okay, you can actually disarm this this uh, this knife wielding assailant with uh, with two fingers." You know, and and you know, because you don't know any better. Hey, I want to learn that. I want to do the two finger disarm. Yep. But you know, a- apart from that, apart from that, uh, you guys mentioned also that uh, social media is a very important tool in in terms of discovery. Like uh, yep, yep, you know, because yep. because like we said before, you know, you don't really know the other martial arts. You know, before our social media, you know, someone would tell you this, and then you know, your imagination takes over. But the, now you can actually evaluate through social media. 
Like, you know, and and Sixto, you, you you mentioned that before about uh, discovering new martial arts uh, yeah. complemented uh, your knowledge of uh, mm-hmm. of fighting. It was, it was through social media where I discovered com- combatants in general. I only read about it in books. It was mentioned to me then. Again, it's through social media I discovered it's something I like and I believe it's, it's effective. What about you, Franco? Like, uh, uh, what, what is the basic good that you, you know, that you experience oh yeah, there are now a that lot. you have the tool of social media? There are a lot of benefits with uh, using social media and the internet when it comes to learning martial arts. Uh, and as much as there are a lot of bullshit artists out there, it also gave everyone, and I mean everybody, the opportunity to verify these people. Now there's a way to vet uh, these these masters. There's a way to verify if their claims are legitimate. Um, you can now, like with the with the advent of crowdsourcing, you can actually be part of a group, be part of community, and then ask them, um, is this instructor really good? Uh, is uh, what's the track record of this individual? Are the stories true? There is a way for you now to verify stories. That's one of the beautiful things for me when it comes to the usage of the internet and so, particularly social media. When it comes to um, making sure that you are on the right track and you're doing the right kind of training with the right kind of with uh, the right coach. But, 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 okay, I'd like to say, uh, um, I remember one of Alfred's fights when he was challenged and he beat mm-hmm. up this guy. It's in, it's in social media. The video's yes. there. You can see him um, basically treating, treat, uh, treating the guy like a rag. Oh, yeah, he was ragdolling that guy. He yeah. beat him up so bad, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. The thing is... Oh, I was there. I was there. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever Alfred did, a lot of people would still justify that Alfred actually lost. If, oh, yes. If, if, even if the guy, you could see on video that the guy was saying, time out, time out, time out. And I really think they're playing with different rules. I think it's people just were a matter saying, of... People were saying yeah. like, stuff like, oh, if they didn't have helmets, you know, uh, Alfred... If they didn't have gloves. You know, uh, yeah, and, uh, if they didn't have gloves, you know, if 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 this was some more enclosed space, blah, 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 blah. But there was always comments. So. But yeah, I'd be like, yeah, gonna, let's just do it. Yeah, yeah, That's I'm the beautiful thing about, about social media. You can definitely yes. say that comment. Okay, then let's just do it. Oh, yeah. It, it, it yeah. was because of social media why that <laughs> happened. It, it was because of Bax's challenge. In, uh, in Everybody media. wants the piece twice of in, that. Twice in one week. <laughs> <laughs> like, and who am I, right? I'm a nobody. But everyone, okay, okay. No, no, no. everyone wants a piece of the Daxter. <laughs> there's a there's a thing that, that you man. guys <laughs> that you guys uh, you know uh, mentioned or or you know unintentionally mentioned, I think. And this is and I and and, and this is actually very interesting because with social media, if you notice. There has been a, the introduction and proliferation of verbal sparring. You know, whereas before, oh, yeah. because groups wouldn't, groups would actually fight. Like you know, like I remember yeah. before in, in in my high school, the the karate team was always at odds with the taekwondo team, and you know, we always they wouldn't really scrap, but you know, yeah. there was always this tension. But then now, because of social media, you can actually you have these keyboard warriors now, and they do oh, yeah. you know they they, they discuss. And, and like exactly what you're talking about uh, with, with Alfred, you know, because all of a sudden now you have all these critics and, and who are, who are, you know, instead of actually fighting, 
they actually discuss, they debate the techniques, which was never really done before. What is your comment? So, there, Franco? Oh, so yeah, before I answer that, uh, para, para, me, like for example, you guys are more into the combative side of things. Um, do you think that with social media and the internet, we've created more theorists rather than practitioners? I would, uh, I would say so. I would say so. <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, we've created more of experts. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> experts and practitioners. That that's what that's what happened. You know, there's, there's, a, uh, a show, there's a show on YouTube, uh, and it's a it's, it's an American thing, and, and uh, I'm not even gonna mention what martial art is doing, but it's it's funny because there's this guy who's supposed to be a knife expert. Knife ex- mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how, how people can call themselves knife experts. He was a exactly. knife. Ex- he's a knife expert. And he analyzes the the knife fight in movies, and he would say, "Oh, this, this uh, is wrong. John Wick is doing it wrong because in in real life, you know, you hook the the knife and then you can disarm, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's like really. I mean, you know, how many knife fights have you been in? Yeah, that's actually, true. You know, comment again, we created you, you can create an image, you can create a persona. It depends on like you can put so many credentials on your page." Yeah. You can you can be a so self-proclaimed smug. expert. Yeah, the guy is so smug. He's like you know he's like doing these things and I, I and I hate it and it keeps popping up in my my YouTube feed. In your algorithm, yeah. I don't want to hear it. I, <laughs> it keeps popping up and and he has like 150,000 followers. Wow, oh, yeah. man, that's wow. like crazy. It, crazy. it was crazy. how he packaged himself. It was again. So we're we're gonna circle back to our previous discussion. It's. It's all about packaging yourself. Now, I think this will totally relate to your question, Kanina. Um, before, there was only one way to verify if you're good or not. It was to actually show up, spar, yeah. or get into a fight. Yeah. Now, try it. Yeah. You, you, you show up. If you have the balls, if you think that you're really good, then man up. Let's do it. Now, you can say, okay, do you think you're good? Yes, because of so, 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 so. Theory one, two, three, four, five. And my lineage is so and so that traces back to God. Um, and with that in mind, I can, I can definitely say I can beat you. But the moment you ask them to actually spar, to actually show up to a place at a particular time and date and test their skill, a lot of excuses comes up. I mean, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we had they're one. they're injured, they're okay. sick, uh, they have a kid. Yeah, yeah. There, there was have this, a job. Uh, we're, uh, there's this FMA master. Who, that's a master. <laughs> oh, a master. Uh, he he said he wanted to join our tournament, uh, mm-hmm. the Smash tournament. Oh, okay. yeah. He said, uh, but you know, I'm too old for that. I said, I said, oh. We have a division for seniors. You can join. Okay. Oh, but uh, I have an international seminar. I'll be out of town. Nah. <laughs> the, the next, the next thing I asked was, when are you coming back? I'll organize it when you're back. Okay. No, no, six. Remember this guy? This guy? Uh, I know it's this French dude. He was. Oh like, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. Talking yeah. trash about, but you know, I I think I posted the. I posted a, a, a sparring video. Uh, I think it was you and Alfred. I don't even remember, but but he was he was talking trash about it, and he said, yeah, oh, this, that's, guy's, that's "This guy's famous. Everybody hates him." Anyway, yeah, and I, and, I go, and, I said, and I said, "Okay, so if if 
you know, where's your video? And he goes, no, I, you know, I don't show my videos because, you know, uh, I really fight. It's too and deadly. And go, it's too deadly. for killing. Well, too okay, deadly. why don't you come here? Why don't you come here and, uh, you know, try, you know, just spar with us, our group. You know, friendly sparring, you know, just so, you, just so maybe you can teach us, whatever. And he goes, no, I, I'm very busy. And uh, I live here in, I live here in, in Cebu. I'm going to say Cebu, okay? So you guys know who this is. I, go, oh, I live here in Cebu. Uh, and, and I'm too far. And I go, okay, we'll fly over there. Just and tell us where you'll be. Yeah. And we will, we will spar, friendly spar. Oh, no, no. Because, you know, before you can, you know, I, I, I run 20 kilometers a day. You know, if you can, with with weighted uh, backpack, mm. if you can do that, then you can okay. spar with me. But before exactly. you can do that, you cannot. And I get okay, I can do that. So when do we spar? That's when you know. That's when you know <laughs> that the person's a dud. But, when, but, but, when but he, you know, but you know, that's another thing. Huh? A lot of guys were saying shit about that guy. Mm -hmm. We were the only ones who challenged him. Exactly. Oh. Yes. Nobody. He, he nobody. Was, <laughs> Nobody yeah, else yeah. challenged him, but we. Okay, come on, let's 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 meet. You know, you know, I think why, you know why nobody challenged him because when you look at his his profile, you know, he has these pictures of him in you know yeah. white tie shorts and you know yeah. bag. and it's like I guess he gonna be, may, I guess people were saying like, oh, this guy's a real fighter, you know, and yeah. you, know, you don't want to mess with this guy, but like you know, <laughs> we know fighters. I'm like you know, you, you know we're all what fighters I think. Here, right? I think with everything that you both are saying and our experiences, I think the main one of the main benefits of the people who are going to watch and listen to this and the ones who will secretly watch this and criticize us is that uh, people, Filipinos na lang, uh, Filipinos in general have a certain stereotype about fighters. And okay, everything is about image management. Everything is about image management. Everything is about what people say about you. And one thing that people can also benefit from the internet is that, again, you can verify all these things. And then that's the difference between bullshit artists and people like us. When people like us do things, we are very confident that we can hold our own. We can hold our ground. We can represent our schools. We can represent our systems and our coaches. When in fact, a lot of people are hiding behind the image or the smoke screen of their schools and previous masters. I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Filipino, the Filipino martial arts industry or the combative section, the FMA section, hasn't really advanced or moved forward because we all have a lot of excuses. I mean, you know, the story of Dax well, if you cannot run 20 kilometers without a vest, or even if, I'm pretty sure if Dax will do that, that guy will have, will, will find another excuse. But it's, all, it's always finding the excuse and then you're saying that, I hear this all the time. And when I was a little bit, when I was younger, I would, I mean, um, I would entertain myself by, by joining groups and then having lengthy discussions about these things and then I, my 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 point lang at the end would be okay i'll go to your gym or you go to my gym or we'll meet at the neutral ground let's spar and then they'll always say no that's not the that's not the martial artist way you you challenge us you, you're violent I, i've been commented way one too many times about sparring is not the not it's not just the 
proper way or it's not just the way of measuring your skill. I'm like, wow, dude, you, know, you, you, know, tell, me, uh, you tell me this whole thing is going to work in the streets, then let's do it. Yeah? You know, there's, there's, this, uh, there's this forum, uh, this is the Filipino Martial Arts Forum. Uh, and and some of those, some of the members there, for some reason, they like to target uh, Libre Fighting. Libre Fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, we all know that, that you know, the Chennai, you, Franco, we are all members of Libre Fighting Philippines. Yeah. And uh, and they call us, you know what they call us? They call us the Libre Thugs. All those Libre Thugs. <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's like, and and they, those Libre Thugs, it, 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 this is, uh, this is, this, uh. this one is true. They said, oh, those Libra thugs who like to wear black wicked fightwear shirts. Yeah, I saw like a to, comment like, like that before. Spar, yeah, like yeah, to yeah, spar yeah. in Carlos Hermanos and like to show off their scars. They're all thugs. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know. And I go, wait a minute. And I go, wait a minute. How are we thugs? Okay. Mm-hmm. I go, how am I a thug? I'm a family man. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a loving father of two. I, I'm a, you're, I'm you're a, a doctor. I am a doctor. I have a business. My business is the one that you're criticizing, the wicked fighter. How exactly am I a thug? Exactly. And it's funny because you know it's it's just because you know they have this they have this license to to criticize you just because mm-hmm. they don't like you, and it, it it's baseless. And it it social media gives them this courage to to speak to out say those things. People. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the um, because they have anonymity now. Mm. Yes. Said something, people will find out and they will look for you. Yeah. Say some shit about somebody, uh, they will find out. They will find out. Now, uh, you, you, you can use an avatar, use somebody's somebody Make else. A yeah. You use use John Wick as a <laughs> as your name and say, yep. say everything you want to say. Uh, that's one of the problems I see now in social media, the anonymity. Uh, how does it affect the business of martial arts, social media? It's good. Uh, again, like what we said earlier, even a lot of sucky martial artists, they make money mm-hmm. because, uh, because of social media. Um, they, yep. they show a lot of bullshit. So uh, actually, it's good. It's very good for marketing. If you're good, Good for you. you. You get more students. If you suck, it's still good for you, but it's bad for the. <laughs> it's bad for your, should I say, customers or students. <laughs> uh, overall, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Franco, you know, you. I see you. You are, you are quite popular in social media. You seem to be very comfortable. Uh, you know, uh, melding your your. Uh, your, your uh, with, uh, with social media. Yeah, I think I I am fortunate enough to be born and practicing and uh, knowing the platforms in martial arts so that I uh, knowing the platforms in social media so that I could share my experiences and social media definitely benefits me in a huge way because now if I say that I'm a black belt they can just check on my social media. They they will see Alvin Aguilar putting a black belt on my waist. You know? And then if I say that I have been a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments, go on social media, go on a Google uh, Google search, all my tournament photos are there. If I say that I'm an MMA coach, again, use 
check social media, they see me training MMA fighters, they see me strategizing with these people, that if I say I have the basic knowledge of hand-to-hand -hand combat and basic, I mean the basic concepts of knife fighting, again, social media. Yeah, so social media. I, I use social media to share what I know. The benefit comes when people want to verify my words and my claims, they can do so via social media. So I think, um, and that's why I have uh, the confidence to say everything that I am saying right now, because at the end of the day, if you're really good at something or if you're trying to promote a sport or you want me, I, I personally advocate uh, sharing stories and sharing experiences of the real masters and making sure that I mean, I use my own, I leverage my own social media presence and platform to show people that um, give them the right sense of direction, kumbaga, that, okay, this is what I train, these are my instructors. So if I am at this level, it's because of these people. So I suggest now that you go to their schools. I suggest that you, I strongly suggest that you look for their instruction. So in a way, that's how I, I make, I make uh, social media benefit me. But at the same time, my team, my affiliations, my coaches. Right. Yeah, uh, social media has, has indeed made the, the world a smaller place. So, uh, yes. Like, yes. Like, uh, like now, it's so easy for you to, you know, at least with the online platforms, it's so easy to you, for you to, to actually communicate with someone from halfway around the globe. Uh, yes. like, uh, like during this, this lockdown period of ours, the longest in the world, the Philippine yeah. lockdown, uh, which is like, what, what, five months? You know, six months? Six, six, more um, than six. More than six. Yeah. Going south. Uh, yeah. Six to nine, we were able to develop a, an online course, you know. Yeah. Uh, online course and seminars. Online course and seminars. Yeah. Seminars. We, how many have we had? Three seminars so far? Yeah. 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 And, and, and we have two online courses and, and we're working on future uh, courses. And, and it's it's like we have students from Germany, we have students from France, from Spain, and this was this was not possible before. Yeah, um, yep. yeah, and, and 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 you know before you would be lucky to have a few local students, but then now you know from every nook and corner of the globe you you can have students, and and this is all thanks to the internet, the web. And, and, and social media. Yes, uh, like right now, uh, when I, I was exposed to a COVID positive person, so I had to be isolated. Uh, during that time, I was um, collaborating with one of our friends from Croatia, and we were collaborating on a new project on a Tomahawk, mm -hmm. Tomahawk instructional. And he was picking my brain, what, what are my comments on that? And I was asking him what, what he knew, how to use it. So again, it makes everything easier. We don't have to meet. Like me and Dax, I haven't seen the guy since March or February. <laughs> how, how many well, I months think, was I think we had a meeting in January or February in, in then, Rockwell. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, were planning yeah. for the year. We had so yes, many yeah. plans for the year. But, <laughs> I haven't seen the guy, but we've done so many projects together. In fact, and speaking of the internet, now. oh, and yeah, speaking of the internet, I like, like, Doc, please tell the story. Like, prior to the creation of Libre Fighting in the Philippines, like, how were you able to discover it in the first place? How were you, what was the initial engagement 
Okay, because um, the story behind that is I got tired of studying Filipino my fighting. Mm-hmm. Because more or less you can classify them into two or three methodologies, more or less. Uh, let's say somebody shows me a technique in FMA, I can classify, oh, you're here. Oh, you're, yeah. uh, you're showing me that, oh, you're, uh, that's your classification. And I got tired of that. So I wanted to look for other systems. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if it was African, European, American. So I did the search and Libre came out. So I studied mm-hmm. that. And some other systems that I'm interested in, like some combat, other combative knife systems. And another one is um, an African, uh, mm. African knife system, which I, uh, which I also studied a bit. Uh, even Baxi, I studied that online, remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, uh, that group. Yeah. And the resource people are like halfway across the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So even, even um, uh, speaking of, of, of uh, like, you know, these, these discoveries of Libre and, and that uh, knife system, uh, like, like a perfect example would be uh, Lee Morrison of Urban Combatives. You know, uh, yeah, sure. so you've been following the guy for for like more than a decade already. Fifteen years. Fifteen and, years. Yeah. yeah. And then remember, remember, I, you know, I remember that I asked you, and I said, "Hey, why don't we?" Bring, you know, we were talking about this, and he said, "Why don't we bring him over to the Philippines?" And I go, mm-hmm. and I go, "Okay, let's let's find out how." So I was looking at my phone, and then I go to his his Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I send him a message, and I go, yep. "Basically, what I said was, Lee, you know, we we are big fans." Can you come to the Philippines and teach us? Mm-hmm. And in, I did. I think I talked to him like a, on a February. By November, he was here. Yep. And it was like the first of 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 a few visits. And it it, it, it was that easy. Imagine how it would have been before social media. You know, yeah, before sna- the web. Snail mail. <laughs> oh yeah. Long you distance know, calls. Or, or you have to go and visit them yourself. Yes, I think that was. I think that is the way to. Uh, that is the perfect answer. Before, before they would come here, you have to visit them there so that they would know that your intentions are pure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they, he was able to check because I said, "Oh, this is what we do. This is who we are." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, we, we're with this group. We're with Carlos Harmanos or with uh, uh, mm-hmm. David Fine." You know, he could check, like, you know, okay, just, just check yep. it out. And he Very could tell fine. that, you know, we were the real thing. We were really uh, sincere in, in, in our invitation of him uh, coming here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so all in all, good thing, bad thing, social media. Both, both, both. both. But I think, but I think let's, let, we, we, can, we can provide guidelines as to like for future students or aspiring students on whichever martial art, like let's give them point, let's give our viewers and listeners like the proper guidelines based on our experiences. Again, let's start with Dax. I said Dax is the most novice here. And I mean, based on his experience. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, uh, it, it all boils down to uh, what, what, uh, what Frank was saying earlier. Now, if, if you were, if you say you're looking for a martial art, if you're looking for uh, for a teacher uh, to teach you, you really have to check the background, uh, the street cred, as he calls it. So, uh, and and it's, this is this is actually quite easy now. You look for his videos, 
because normally people who 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 try to sell you or you try to try to get you as a student will mm-hmm. will put out you know stuff there that will that will make you uh be attracted to uh yep. to joining or signing up with him no and uh, and and again you know if if you have this, these people and then you have uh groups and affiliations that are trusted you know that are connected to this person uh again for example you uh uh, uh franco no you know your black belt black belt where oh desta and desta is such a big name here and like, mm-hmm. okay so that guy from desta so you know yeah. then you know no and then sixto sixto oh sixto is is connected with you know with urban combatives you know mm. you know because sixto has his own system it's carlos hermanos oh, what is carlos hermanos but then you have all these all these masters all these teachers all these reputable martial artists studying mm-hmm. carlos hermanos and i go okay yep. so this guy's legit so so you really have to do your research and and not just not just listen to guys you know critiquing yeah. movies and you know because, because talk is cheap talk is cheap and yeah. and with social media it's so easy to talk right Yeah, that's that's my two cents. You know. Uh, for me, uh, I'm just gonna add to what Dax said earlier. Use the internet to your advantage. Look for reviews. Uh, do uh, do a significant amount of like second to third degree testimonials or reviews about this person before, and then, and of course with the internet, the internet will provide you with a lot of options. So you take advantage of those things, you take advantage of those choices, and then make a decision. Now, once you're there, um, you know, get the feel of who the person is. If your if your attitudes are, if, if you're with, if you're in the same wavelength, and you adhere to the philosophy of that coach, then that's gonna be a perfect fit. Okay, for me, before I think I'm the oldest amongst us, it was more pure before. Uh, let's say if you um, take up kung fu, you were a kung fu guy for a long time. If you were a karate guy, oh, you were yeah. karate true, guy. Taekwondo. So before it true, was true, karate true. versus taekwondo, karate versus kung fu, or karate versus judo. Now it's everything's open. Yeah. <laughs> it's not karate versus taekwondo. It's karate and taekwondo. It's karate and judo. Right. It's now it's now we're now more open. Yeah. Uh, the thing about social media and the internet in general is, before that, resources were difficult. Again, we were discussing about the mouthpiece, mouthguard, uh, mouthguard um, buying protective equipment. It was a headache to look for that. Just to get an Ardis headgear, you had oh, yeah. to, uh, man, you had you, you you had to do a lot of things to get. Uh, even the proper headgear, or even just the proper boxing gloves before, mm-hmm. they were difficult to find. Now it's so easy; it's so easy to look for them. Um, especially now in this pandemic, just go to Facebook, check. There are lots of resources there. Uh, the thing you can now, go to Lazada. You can go to online shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the the thing is now. Uh, there are a lot of resources in not only in equipment but also in knowledge, mm. in knowledge, um, where to go, etc. But and it's easier to compare. But the thing now is, uh, it has become more of a, a business thing. So mm-hmm. my suggestion is my or 
warning, it's more for warning, is buyer beware. Because of the, a lot of people now are so good with digital marketing, they can make a sucky martial artist look good or look like a master or even a grandmaster. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, and with that, I think it's, uh, it's time to conclude the show. I hope conclude, you guys learned something. Conclude the uh, season. Conclude the season, right? Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Okay. So, my gosh, 18, 18 episodes. Like, who would have thought, right? You know, we, <laughs> we were just clown. You know, I, I, you know, I remember the, the first conversation we had about this thing. And, and basically, Sixo just said, you know what? Let's just do it. And, and mm -hmm. so far, we were 18 episodes in. Both and, local uh, and international yeah. guests, local mind you. Thank you so much for sticking with us. 20 and views per 20 views per episode now from 20 now it's 25 <laughs> 20 <views. laughs> 25 now 20 views and i think and i think i might have been like the five views there would probably me no i think it. there are a lot of videos <laughs> there are a lot of episodes with more than 500 views huh? so, <laughs> oh yeah and um yeah, according yeah, to yeah. our analytics majority of our audience are abroad oh so yeah 75 we're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they like us or do yeah, they hate us? <laughs> yeah. Either way, either way. Yeah, thank you guys. We thank don't care. care. Thanks. Thanks. We don't care. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, so, I like to thank you know our biggest fans, my my mom, my dad. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, whoever's out there, thank you so much. 18 episodes in, you know, uh, and I hope you guys stay tuned for the next episode. Like I said, it's going to be bigger. Uh, we're going to talk about more nonsense. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the things that people are afraid to talk about. So make sure that you subscribe to this channel. Please like this video. Uh, we're all on social media. Okay, so please follow the social media pages. It's everything's on Facebook and on Instagram. And uh, more than anything, thank you so much for listening. And uh, eavesdropping on our conversations. Six star, last right, word. Stay, uh, stay safe. <laughs> stay safe, guys. Still, anyway, safe, this is going to be a short break for us. Maybe a couple of weeks. Maybe a couple mm -hmm. of weeks. Maybe three weeks. Who knows? All right. So stay safe, guys. Thanks again. Bye-bye. See you Bye. next time.